Hey everyone, thanks for joining me. All right, here we go. I would like to first of all talk about something that I, this is not the first time I've heard about similar things or uh, like about what I'm going to tell you right now. So there was someone who asked me, is there, they had an experience and they were wondering, have I heard of anything before like a mirror? Like if there's a mirror up in the higher atmosphere, the reason I'm saying this also and why I'm telling you this is because the first time I heard this, it wasn't actually in, uh, the same type of vehicle as uh, this this current story. But there is someone who a long time ago was telling me that they were on a cruise. And it was the middle of the day. They were cruising, I guess, to Greece or something like that. And as they were standing there, looking out into the ocean, said it was absolutely beautiful. And they're standing there just looking out at the water. And they saw another ship, which is, okay, you're going to see other ships. I, I, I get it. They saw another ship, but it was as if they were looking in the mirror because the ship that they saw was exactly like the one that they were on. And not only that, but they could like see themselves looking back at them just like they were looking in a mirror. I remember that story. And at the time, I I didn't really think about it too much because I was thinking, well, you're not alone out there. There are other ships and other people do look out at the water, I'm sure. So I really didn't put a whole lot of thought into this story until later as I started hearing more. Now, this particular story happened recently. There are quite a few hot air balloons. I know that a lot of people like to go in hot air balloons and this and that. I personally have never been in one. I don't know if I could do it because... um, I I just don't know. So anyways, what was reported to me is that they were up there and I guess they go early in the morning before it gets too windy or what have you. And so they were up there and they were like floating around. And there were two people who told me this, who went on this particular hotter balloon excursion together. And they said that it was so far, they were so far into their little trip. I guess they were going to land somewhere at some point and have lunch and they were going to get back in the balloon and then go back up and then sail on to where they began to disembark. So she says uh, they were almost to the halfway point of their excursion And all of a sudden, it's as if they were looking in a mirror. I don't recall how many feet 
up they were, but they were pretty high up there. And she said it was like a mirror. And her, her partner agreed and said it was, we could see ourselves. And they, they both saw this. And of course, they're not the only people up there in a hot air balloon, but it was themselves that they were seeing. They saw themselves. They saw the clothes that they were wearing. They turned around. They looked at their hot air balloon driver or whatever that person is called. And that person looked back at them and then looked straight ahead like he saw exactly what they were seeing. So without any spoken words, they were all pretty much in agreement that they all saw the same thing. Now, it was her, her boyfriend, and the driver. I'm going to call him the driver because I don't know what they're called. Who were all in this mirror-like picture. And I don't know. I have never heard of a mirror. Maybe I would think, well, it could have been some sort of reflection off of maybe uh, water in the atmosphere, something like that. But from what I was told, and they both said, if it was a reflection because of different types of atmospheric pressure or water or anything like that. It was just way too clear. It was way too clear. To the point where when they were speaking, the mouths on these things in the mirror were moving also. So, I mean, it it could be some sort of atmospheric phenomenon. I don't know because I've never been in a hot air balloon. And the other story I heard took place in the ocean. So perhaps it does have something to do with water, maybe some sort of a water vapor, whatever it is. It is very mysterious. And I'm apt to think that if I would present this to someone, even like a a meteorologist or something like that, they may be able to answer what this is. But besides all of that, we also realize that there are many answers, even from, from skeptics, okay, who will try to debunk anything that happens, any type of mystery, any type of encounter, they will attempt to debunk it and rationalize it and make it into something else where, all right, well, that is an option. Maybe it, maybe I was approached by an entity, but this person came up with some other reasoning. So that gives you another option. So maybe this was really something that was, um, well, it's out of the really normal type of realm, but perhaps it was, it can be explained. The only other thing that, uh, it's not like this type of story. This is something else I know. And I did talk about this before, but 
there was a story about this um, this man. He was uh, already, I don't know, in his late 20s or whatever, and he was driving down the street, and all of a sudden he noticed that there was a station wagon, like an old station wagon, like his back in when he was a kid, you know, that parents used to drive. So as he came upon it, coming to the signal where uh, they had to stop, he looked at the station wagon because it just like, you know, took him back to his childhood. And he saw himself sitting in that station wagon and the people who were driving were his aunt and his uncle. And he said, yeah, I remember going places with them. They would pick him up and they had that kind of station wagon. He said, I'm telling you, I saw myself in the back seat of that station wagon and my aunt and uncle were there in the front seat. My uncle was driving and he could not get over it. He was thinking, well, maybe this is just some kid who resembles me. Maybe this, maybe that. But the whole thing, it was just too much to try to get your way out of it. It was like, okay, this happened it, like in 2005 and that station wagon was like a 1969, one of those big, huge station wagons with that fake wood on the side of the doors and it looked brand new. So that type of thing is uh, it probably a time slip. And I believe that um, that is when I spoke about this particular incident when I uh, did a talk about time slips. However, this thing, these people asking about mirrors and having these type of things, that's not a time slip. That's totally something else. Actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to look around and see if there are any more incidents like this where it could be related to water and then we probably would be able to figure it out, perhaps, or at least come up with a couple of different options of where we could go with this. Because it's, um, it's, pretty, uh, it's pretty interesting. All right. So anyways, I want to talk about um, this report of... So there's this guy and... He likes to go off into the wilderness. You know, we've got people all the time and that's what they like to do. You got people who like to go hunt, fish, just camp out like the guy from yesterday. And so he was out there and I don't know what capacity he was actually in. I don't know if he was out there hunting or just hiking or whatever he was doing. But anyhow, he's out there and... Uh, I'm just going to say he was hiking. Okay, so anyways, he's hiking and he stopped, I guess, to have his lunch, to sit there and just have his um, food and just relax. And so he says that he's sitting there and he's starting to take his stuff out so he can eat. And he hears a woman. And the woman is saying, help me, somebody help me. So he looks up and he doesn't see anyone. But what he does see is like this bear. He sees a bear and he said it didn't look to be a full grown bear. It was like, um, maybe like a juvenile, whatever. 
So the thing is across the water from him. So he figures, okay, well, I probably have a little bit of time to eat. I'm just going to keep my eye on this thing while I eat my lunch. So he hears it again. This woman, I can't, I can't walk. I've hurt my leg or something to that effect. So by this time, he realizes that that's not a bear. He doesn't really know what it is, but he stands up and he takes a good look. And the thing is not a bear, but it's kind of like not a person, even though it is humanoid. So he gets his binos out and he takes a look. And he said it looked like it was a man with no clothes on, but covered with hair. And that man, or whatever, was looking straight back at him. It totally sees him. So it starts walking towards the water like at him. He's across the the water from him, but I guess it's not that far away. So this thing starts walking towards him. And then he gets his, uh, he gets his rifle out and he points it at this thing. And he says, don't come any closer. And then that thing starts saying that again, making a voice like a woman. I need help. I'm hurt. Oh my gosh. So the thing starts approaching him, going to start walking in the water. So this guy fires around in that direction, not to shoot that thing, but just in that general direction to like make him go away. So then the thing stops and it runs back into the tree line. So this guy doesn't see it anymore. And he still is hearing this woman's voice coming, ugh, coming from this creature. So he gra- he's gathering his stuff up. He's like, oh man, forget this. I'm, I'm getting out of here. So he grabs his stuff. He's packing it as quick as he can. And he takes off as fast as he can, going back towards his vehicle. In the meantime, across the lake or whatever it is, he sees the bushes and stuff moving quickly as if this thing is walking parallel to him and running. So he stops and he fires a shot. And this time, he doesn't care if he hits his thing or not. So by the time he gets in his truck and he starts it up and he's thinking, oh, I left some of my stuff there. I left, you know, a couple of items there, but he didn't care. So he went to the ranger station on his way out and reported that he heard some woman calling for help. But all he saw was like this bear looking thing. And the rangers told him there are no bears in this area. And the man was like, well, I don't know what it was, but it kind of looked like a bear. And there's a woman who, a woman's voice saying that she was hurting and she needs help. And then he told him 
wherever it was at so that they could go and look for themselves. And then he got the heck out of there. These things, this is not the first time that I've ever heard about this type of uh, phenomenon at all. I have heard about these type of things many times and they're like mimics because even though they are maybe creatures or some sort of unknown entities, they can mimic the voices of people. Almost like almost like parrots. But this is even better because it sounds he's just like a woman who needed help. Even though once he used his binos and he could see that thing's mouth moving. So this is not an isolated incident by far. There is another um, thing that happened that was actually reported to me. And it was um, these two girls and they were walking. There is a man-made lake around here in in the area of where I live. And a lot of people like to go walking around there. There were some trails and all this other stuff. So anyways, they were out there walking. It's starting to get a little bit dark. It's starting to turn into evening, even though the sun was still out. It wasn't dark. It's probably about 4.30. So being that this was recent, probably maybe, maybe uh, two weeks ago or so, So we know that now for the past few weeks, it's been starting to get darker a little earlier. So these two girls, they're walking around the lake. They're taking like an evening walk and they see this. They think it's a man, even though they said that they, it was really, they could not identify the gender. And one of them said she started kind of like thinking in her head that this thing was wearing black rags because there were like rags kind of like blowing in the little breeze that it just looked raggedy. So, okay, nobody pays too much attention to what anyone wears anymore anyhow. So that's just something that she noticed. And so they just kept talking. And as they passed this, whatever it was, she said, we passed right by it. But it's as if there was a black veil shrouding the face. They could not see a face. Well, she couldn't. And the other one wasn't really looking because she said it was kind of freaky. And so they could not identify what this thing really was. And it looked to be wearing something flowing. So it wasn't wearing pants, but it wasn't wearing what could be considered like a dress. It was just some sort of like flowing thing, but it was all black. And what they say is that they walked past this individual of unknown gender who then mimicked their conversation in their own voices. So when they walked by this thing, they heard 
their voices coming from this thing, saying what they were just saying like moments ago. She said, as we walked past this thing, we weren't talking. But this thing, it was like there was a recording coming out of this thing, she said. And it played back the conversation we had just been having in our own voices. So what in the world is that? Well, it's a mimic, but what actually are these things? Where do they come from? And what is the purpose? Well, we know the purpose is always to freak people out. Um, the actual, like, okay, what's the moral of the story besides that? I think that there, there seems not to be one. It seems strictly to instill fear. That's what it seems like to me. And now, as we're getting, and I know you guys are probably rolling your eyes, oh, please stop saying this, but I can't, I can't help it. Because as we're getting to a certain point of time, it's going to become more prevalent. And it's not only, like this didn't just start in mid-September or end of August or anything like that. This has actually been accelerating since last year. These type of things, these fear-driven things have been more and more since last year. Since, let me see, um, before spring of last year. If you can recall, if you look January, February, March 2020, March was a traumatizing and fear-based event that is carrying on to this day. It hasn't gone away. But now, there are more things. It's not just one focus. Now there are many focuses because the fear has got to keep going. And the reason for that is because that is the agenda. The fear has got to keep going so that this, like, fear NATO can continue and then fulfill whatever it is that is supposed to happen because of the fear. That's why everyone that I talk to, I have to tell them. And I know that it's not easy. Maybe for certain people, it's easier than for others. And then you've got people who are just so frightened, so just traumatized, who find it very, very difficult to come out from under their bed. And I'm not saying that as a, I I mean, this is just like a metaphorically speaking. I know that they're not really under their bed, but just speaking. There are people who are so fearful and collectively worldwide that has got to be kept going to keep this season of fear 
because this is all for a reason. It's all to accomplish something, which I don't know what it is. I don't know what the agenda is about and what the end game is here. So it's going to be more and more. And we're all people. We can help it. There are times when we are startled. There are times when even if you watch some lame movie sometimes and something happens to startle you and you have that little instant fear because you're startled. It's like a little spark. For a lot of us, okay, you were startled and that was just a little spark. But in others, that little spark creates a fire and they cannot put it out. And then they are fearful. So that that's only my opinion. But the way that I see things going, it's pointed in that direction. We're right on the trajectory with this. So now, now you've got friggin' October coming up, which is a, well, I mean, let's face it, it's high season. Some people are not affected. Like, well, okay, October, we know that supposedly that's when the veil is at its thinnest and so on and la, la, la. I personally, well, we spoke about this before. I don't even know if there, if a veil still exists. If it does, it's very, very thin and punched full of holes. Because entities have been coming in and out. All over the place. Just like, I mean, it's, it's more than the busiest airport They're just in and out. They're everywhere. So I really don't think that uh, there is much of a veil. It's almost like the borders are wide open. There, There are no borders. So these entities can just pop in, pop out whenever they want. And popping out may not be as easy as it used to be because I have heard, and I reported this last week sometime, that it has been said that The majority, if not almost all, of the portals have been closed except for two of them. And that remains to be seen. So that's why some of them can come in and not come out. Maybe that's where those baby-looking creatures come from. Maybe because they have came in to our reality and now they're kind of like stuck and they can't come out. But anyways... um. I just wanted to let you guys know some of the things. I mean, there's there's so much more. But these things, if you stop and think about it, if if I see any kind of animal or it's something that I don't know what it is and it's talking, if I see a dog and it's talking and saying Anything. I don't care what it's saying. I don't even care if it's not talking to me. And it's saying like, oh, I hope it turns into winter soon. I mean, it could say anything. Don't think that I'm not going to be freaked out. Maybe the way I present it is not in a a form to um, scare you. But that's because I don't want to really scare you. I want to 
keep you aware. I want you to know some of these things that are going on, but to frighten you. Sometimes I like to be a little, you know, I want to see something or I want to read about something that's going to like give me the heebie-jeebies. And that is okay, but I'm not here to frighten you. I'm here to for awareness. But if you start thinking about how you would feel if you were alone somewhere in the hills or the mountains, even Big Bear, just picture yourself at Big Bear with no one around and you see something like that, something that you don't know what it is, a bear and it's making the voice of a woman calling for help, that is um, going to be unnerving. I know that I would be very unnerved. And I would want to get the heck out of there also. Yes, all that noise you hear in the background is the think green, think clean, trash collectors, or waste management because trash collector is not politically correct. <laughs> so waste management. So anyways, um, that's what I wanted to tell, tell you guys. There's one more thing. We talk about time slips. I don't believe this particular story is a time slip. But um, when I heard this and then I thought about it later... I would, I don't know, I would feel like very, very confused. So there were these two women and they were driving. I guess they went like on a little bit of a road trip. And so they're driving home. It's nighttime now. They're not too far from home. And they see like a bright light in the sky. All of a sudden. So, what is that? They're talking to one another. I don't know. It just like came out of nowhere. It's probably a plane. It's just a really bright light. And then all of a sudden, there's this big craft that just kind of like appears. As if it flew out of like clouds or something. So now they're like, oh my gosh. So they're kind of like getting panicky. There are other cars around them. They're not the only ones on the highway. And the next thing they knew, they were like coming out of something, like waking up. And when they were coming out of this daze or whatever type of effect, they were still carrying on their conversation. But they knew that something was really wrong. Like, wait a minute, what just happened? And so many hours had passed. The time on the car, the time on their phones, and all the time had gone by like by four hours so they lost four hours they can't account for it they don't know what happened it's as if they went to sleep for four hours and just kind of came out of it 
And as they were coming out of their sleep state, they were, they were continuing their conversation. So it seems to me like uh, an abduction scenario. I can't think of anything else because they both reported on seeing this huge craft as well as the other people who were on the road because everyone was the same. It's like the same amount of cars that were on the road. They noticed certain certain things and some of the people in the cars around them, they reported looking bewildered. So it's, see, while you may not find that story necessarily kind of uh, out there or woo or anything like that, you have to stop and think to yourself, this could actually happen to anyone at any given time. This is not just reserved for someone on this certain highway or so many people in certain type of vehicles. No, this type of thing can happen to anyone. And that that's where the unnerving part comes in for me. Because I'm alone a lot. When I'm driving, I'm alone. I'm going to tell you, when I'm driving in my car, 99% of the time, I am alone. So if something like that word happened, just imagine four hours pass and I'm like sitting at the red light. The first thing that I would have thought is maybe I like am dead. Maybe I had some sort of, uh, who knows what, some, a stroke, something. But if that's the case, there would be first responders around. So where else is there to go? You came up upon that red light and it was uh, two in the afternoon. Now it's 6 p.m. It's like almost dark. What happened? So, I mean, think about it. It can happen to anyone. See, and this is not to put any type of fear into you. This is just to say the type of things that happen in this world. We cannot explain them. I mean, I can tell you what I think it is, but I can't tell you what it is. I can only give you my thoughts. We can only have a conversation about it and try to come to a conclusion of what it is. But to know 100%, no, we don't know. And we don't know when it can happen again or how many times it happens and is not even reported. Think about that. How many people don't report it? How many people live alone and find something like this that happens to them and there's no one waiting for them at home to say, where have you been? And la, la, la. So they don't report it. So I'm, I'm thinking it happens more than we realize. All right. Well, anyways, um, that's all I've got for today. I am going to try to be back tomorrow. 
and um, to talk about some more things that are going on. As we get closer to October, the things that I'm going to tell you are going to be more and more unsettling. Right now, we just start off with certain things like this, which are still mysterious, but not so much unsettling. But as we get closer, then they will become a little more dark. All right. So thank you guys for um, coming on. And I hope you like the things that I present to you. I know that sometimes I go off and out in left field and stuff like that. But it's only because I don't have a script. So if I talk like a robot one of these days, it's because I'm reading. <laughs> but anyhow, um, thank you so much, okay? And I will be talking to you again, hopefully tomorrow. And everybody have a great day. It's overcast here and windy. And it looks already like winter, not even fall. All right. So have a great day, everyone. Ciao.